you're working so hard mm. like you know it's not like on a Friday you, you're like oh finish early weekend. on a Friday like four mm. o'clock finish let's go like you could Grace work... you said that so like weekend <laughs> yeah. as if you haven't there seen is. a weekend I haven't <laughs> I haven't <laughs> what is that as if like you haven't seen a weekend in five years Girls with Goals brought to you by Neutrogena Mask Collection results in just 15 minutes Hello and welcome to Girls With Goals. I'm Neve Mar. This week's episode is brought to you by Neutrogena. Thank you to everyone, first off, who got involved in our competition. We had an amazing response as well to our event with Nicola Hughes and our competition winner is going to be announced at this event on Wednesday, the 21st of August. We're having it in Ells Bar in Dublin. It's gonna be amazing, we're very excited. So thank you to everybody who entered and I can't wait to talk about the winner of that. Right, down to business. I'm delighted to welcome my guests to studio today. Ellen Weber and Grace O'Sullivan are the founders of Glitz and Pieces and online accessories boutique grace and ellen you're very welcome to the show thank you for thank having you us so, so, so excited so excited to have you in so we're going to start off the same way we start off every show and it's with our game so it's called six words or less and you have to describe yourself in six <laughs> words or less so it's for any of our viewers and our listeners of the show and our readers of her as well who may not know who you are so i was kind of thinking about whether to get you to describe the company in six words or less but then I just didn't. I just asked for, for you to just describe yourselves and then we'll get into the company afterwards. Brilliant. You're individuals as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go on. Okay. Six words. So this is difficult for me because I never really, I suppose I, it would have been easier if I could do it about Ellen. Yeah. But anyway, I thought hard about it last night. So perfectionist, passionate, um, risk taker, mm -hmm. stressful, <laughs> and um, committed. Oh, they're great words. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> stressful and risk taker kind of go hand in hand though. Yeah, yeah. I'm just stressful. <laughs> you gotta take risks though. Yeah. But that can be incredibly stressful. Yes. Ellen, six words um, Creative, mm -hmm. ambitious, positive, um, passionate and outgoing. Nice. I like those. <laughs> Great words. Did you guys talk about the words that you were no, talking about? No, no. I only Did got the know? email, I think. I, I, I only looked at the email. Like, I looked at the email this morning. Grace like, oh, yeah, just remember you have to have six words. And I was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> so I was doing it today. No, yeah, it's, it's, always, like... it's always a weird one when people have to kind of confront themselves. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's generally a good way to kind of get to know people as well very, mm. very quickly in five minutes. Um, so obviously passionate was one of your words. Yeah, you're obviously both incredibly passionate about the business that you run, but I suppose I want to go back a little bit and talk about it because it's such an interesting story about how you got to where you are with the company. But before you even went into business together, before you called yourselves business partners or the company even had a name, you guys knew each other growing up, right? Yes, yeah, so we were in the same circle of friends in secondary school. Okay. So we have a big group of girls and um, it was funny because I remember we were sitting on a green once and we were like, what do you want to do after school? And all the girls were saying what they wanted to do and Ellen said, I want to own my own business. And I said, oh my God, I have the same vision since I was a little girl, always wanted to own my own business. Yeah. Um, and we didn't, we thought no more of it. No, it wasn't planned. Like, you know, some people when they start a business, like they do the business plan and yeah. they kind of do a lot of thought and like market research into the industry. And that was not the case with us. And um, we both had the same course in our CAO, which was our first choice. Which we didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So then we both got that, got into the course and it was on 
business and entrepreneurship out in IDT in Dunleary and part of the course is to set up a business. Yeah. Um, and, and that's when we got yeah. really, really close because we were in the same college course. Yeah. So we were like... And like you said that you both, since you were really young, wanted to own your own business. Mm. But Ellen, was that something that you kind of developed because you saw somebody run a business and you thought, that's what I want to do? Or where did it come from with it's you? It's funny because I was like, in secondary school, I was dead set in being an art teacher. Like I had done my portfolio, everything. And then it came to the end of fifth year, summer time. And I don't know, I think it was just the likes of, I think the only way is Essex and stuff was on the television mm. at that time. And Samantha Fares and Amy Childs and stuff. And they had all these boutiques in yeah. that were kind of like, they were working and they were young girls. And I kind of just had that, oh, I'd love to do something like that. Like a one-stop shop was kind of my dream. Like what I thought, like you could come in and get your hair, your buy your clothes, your accessories, like yeah. one-stop shop for everything. Um, and then I just went into my career guidance counsellor teacher. I was like, I really want to own a one-stop shop. And then she pointed me in the direction of the course and I went to the open day and absolutely loved it. So Yeah. Uh, and was that kind of the same with you, Grace? Was it kind of like wanting the ability to work for yourself or, because it's definitely not for everybody being your own boss as well. No. But like, where did it come from with you when um, you were young? When I was, I can remember being like six or seven and I, before I go to bed, I used to dream of having these businesses, like think about having these businesses, like florists and beauty salons. And I suppose it just sort of went from there. And then in secondary school, I suffered really bad with anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, no root cause or anything like that. I just got it really bad. And I suppose it was then I was sort of like, I want to sort of create a job for myself that I can have the bit of flexibility yeah. and, um, you know, because it, it really, the anxiety really did take over my life mm. um, and I suppose I just didn't want that added pressure from an employer. Right. Um, and then like, as years have gone on now since owning the business, that's really like, yeah. it's helped me. Yeah. Um, obviously there's so much pressure. Yeah, um, but it's the pressure that you're creating for yourself. For yourself, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because it's something that like you've poured yourselves into. So that kind of stress and pressure. It's not like you're running around doing something for somebody else. If that yes, kind of makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So that's where it's sort of I I was sort of then set on on yeah. doing that. And so this course that you studied. Um, what is the course? And so it's 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 mostly focused on people who want to become entrepreneurs. Is that it? Yeah, well, it's called entrepreneurship and business management, and um, obviously, you're going into any other college course. You don't know huge, like huge mm. amount until you sort of experience it. Yeah. Um, so six weeks in, we had to set up a stalled project in Marley Park, and we both had to come up with an idea of something to sell. So we done a practice run where we were put into groups in our college co in our college class. So these were groups that you didn't select. Yeah, had they no just like literally. Over. I think it was like all ones go over this side of the room, all twos. Like it was literally like that oh, kind wow. of like vibe of setting That's it up. That's kind of like more of what you'd see in The Apprentice. Yeah. yeah. People who you yeah, exactly. never, never go into yeah, business exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we were both put into groups that I suppose weren't really that serious about it. Like Ellen's group, the guy so who was bad. running us wanted to do arm wrestle, arm wrestle. Yeah, he was like day. on the senior cup team, I think in Black Rock or something. And he was like a prop, so he was huge. And like I was saying like, oh, we could do like order in Domino's or do something like that and sell pizza or whatever. And he was just like, they were like, no, 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 it was too stressful. And I was like, okay, well, what are we gonna do? We have to do something. People are gonna come in and have to buy something. And they're like, look, he's really big. Like, no one will be able to beat him in an arm wrestle. We'll do them for 20 cents. 
Okay, so anyways, I brought in the money <laughs> to order the pizza just in case, like, you know, if all was to go to fail. And it was like 40 minutes before the thing happened. I was like, like, we can order the pizza now, you know, I have the money, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 we'll do the armrest for 20 cents. So they tore out like a refill pad page and was like, armrest, you couldn't even see it on the lined paper. It was awful. And then like, I remember the lecturer coming around and was like, what's this? And they were all like, oh, it's armrests for 20 cents. And, <laughs> and my group then decided just to bake cakes and sell them. So me and Ellen were driving home that day and we were like, no, we're not happy with this. Like, we don't want to do this for Marley Park. Mm. So we're like, well, what are we both passionate about? And we like, both of us had part-time jobs. Ellen was babysitting, I was working in the local shop. And um, we said, we both love fashion accessories and we're students, so we need fo affordable fashion accessories. Mm. So we went up to a local supplier um, that's close to home to us and just bought like a small selection of accessories. and sold them on the day in Marley Park Market and they all sold out. So, but did your teams not, was like arm wrestle guy and cake team not being like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you with us anymore? Or No, because I think then for the real thing, the lectures allowed you pick your okay. own group. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so we kind of went up and we like made it a business to go up to the lecture and be like, can we be in we a team? We want to take like, this seriously. Just in case yeah. they were to put people together again. And she's go, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. The next one you get to choose who you get to be with. So yeah. we're like, okay, thank God. So yeah, when we knew that, then we were able to kind of brainstorm some ideas. And I suppose the one thing that we always did was treat ourselves as the customer. Mm -hmm. um, and as we've grown, the business has grown with us. Yeah. Um, so like back then, like the model is completely different, like the logo and everything is completely changed from what it initially was, yeah. which is nice to see. Yeah. Like we were looking back the other day of like a picture of us and it's just basically a prop up table with like this cerise pink, like velvet crush, like throw with all these neon things. And like the two of us standing there with the logo and a poster, like, yeah. and now, now like to where we are, it's just like, yeah. so nice to see like the kind of progression and the growth in the business. Yeah. So, I don't even know if we've named the business. Glitz and pieces. Yeah, glitz and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep saying that throughout the entire <laughs> glitz and pieces. We said that at the beginning. Um, did you come up with that name straight away? Or? Oh God, no, the name it took was us very so long. Oh, so really? long. Yeah. So like the first time that you guys were there then in Marley Park with the stall and you were together and you had your stock, um, we you had all the branding. Like we, that was one thing oh. that we did. We in, like, and we got the money to buy the stock, but we also set money aside to get posters made and the setup like neck busts and okay. throws. And that was with no guarantee that it was going to be a success. Yeah. But we knew that if people want to buy into our brand, it's going to need to look professional. Notch, you yeah. can't just put it on a table and expect, we just knew that it had the correct neck busts, the correct display that mm. people would walk by and they'd it would catch their eye. So yeah. before we had any guarantee of like actually progressing it to the online site, we did kind of, Investor, and were you guys nervous when people were kind of coming up? Then would you say that? Because I mean, I think like starting a business is one thing, but like having that kind of in-person sales ability is definitely a skill as well. Mm. So being like, um, no, I would this say, would look great on you. Yeah, buy it, and they'd be I like, no, it's like okay, no worries. Yeah. Go, 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 go. That's what I would be like. I'd yeah, be like okay, bye. I'm so sorry. This is why I'd be a terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't say owner. you were nervous then because. We had nothing to lose. We yeah. were in college and mm. we had our part-time jobs. So we were just like, we spent literally whatever we earned in our part-time jobs just doing up the little display. Mm. So we had nothing really to lose, yeah. I suppose, because um, we were so young, we were only 19. Yeah. Um, and then when we sold all the stock in Marley, that's when we said to ourselves, hmm, let's use this money to invest in a very cheap website. Yeah. And that's when it just, 
skyrocketed. So it was literally that one kind of success, essentially, where you sold all the stock and then you were yeah. like, okay, well, obviously there's appetite for this. You yeah. were thinking of yourselves as the customer, as yeah. always, and you went, okay, we need to take this online. Yeah. So you called up a web developer and just... Yeah. That's it. We went on to Google. We searched, like, web developers. And obviously, with our budget, we didn't have much. So mm. we just went with, like, the best price. And um, even when he called out to our house, he he burst out laughing because he was like, are you serious? Because we were only 19. Yeah, we were only 19. <laughs> and people would be, like, saying to us, because we were so young, and they'd be like, oh, my God, you're so young to be starting a business. And I remember being thinking, like, I'm 19. Like... I'm an adult now. Yeah, well, secondary legally, school. absolutely. Yeah, like, but then I look back and like, I'm 25, Grace is 24, she'll kill me if I said she's 25, yeah. And um, was like, looking back, I'm like, yeah, we were only 19 and people were like, you need to capitalise that you're 19 on your own business. And we were like, it's not a big deal. Like, Yeah, I suppose, I think it's because people will look at it more on like, but I think, you know, what you were saying about not having anything to lose, that probably helped you guys out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, looking back now. Yeah, because when you say about, earlier on you were talking about the business plan mm -hmm. and everything, everything from like a small loan or yeah. going to the banks or like getting the business registered, like all of these things are, are huge things that people, once they're starting up a business, go through and it takes a long time. Yeah, but you guys just went for it. Yeah, and yeah. like when we did do the website, we needed a little bit more um money to to invest in it and I remember doing the figures and I said to Ellen we, we just need 300 euros from somewhere yeah um to get us over this little hump of you know investing <laughs> in the website so we had no experience whatsoever like and none I've never had a prop like a proper job like okay, babysitting was as far as it got <laughs> yeah so we had to go to the bank to get some sort of funding so I was like Ellen we're going to go to this bank and we're going to try get this 300 euros to get yeah. our site up and running and we went into the bank and mess with the loan advisor and mm -hmm. he's like, okay, girls, how much are you looking for? And I said, we need 300 euro. And when I mean, he broke down laughing. Yeah. And me and Ellen were looking at each other being like, what's so funny? And he was like, girls, you're trying to set up a business with 300 euros. Like you're going to need at least two like grand. two grand to start it up. And we were like, oh gosh, no, like we yeah. won't be able to repay that. Like, like two yeah. grand was like huge, huge to us yeah. then. And I suppose when we did get that loan, we spent that two grand like really wisely because yeah. it was a big deal to us. Yeah. And um, yeah, that I'll two, never like, forget that two grand lasted us ages. ages. It's so like, funny. It's, like, it's Bank mad. officials shouldn't be laughing at you, by the way. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it was funny. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, I'd I say he was just kind of like he a bit shocked. He'd never like experienced. Never experienced. Yeah. I don't think that's also 300. Like, I don't think banks lend that. No, no they don't. No, they they don't. That's why he was laughing. Yeah, he was probably like, girls, I was thinking along more of the lines of two grand. Yeah. And I remember just looking at Grace going, oh, God. What would we do with two grand? We were just like, oh, my God. But I suppose, like, from, like, our kind of humble beginnings and, like, being so young and, you know, we always try to get the most out of everything that we did. So mm -hmm. like social media was huge to us. Yeah. Um, and when we started, we started at a time when the blogging industry was only like really, really beginning. So yeah. we made really good connections and still have really good connections with a lot of the bloggers in Ireland. So they helped to get the brand, like the awareness around and stuff. So, so we have no budget for advertising. Yeah, no budget for advertising. Yeah. Like, and then at nothing. the same time, like, so after all of this happened or when you kind of decided on doing it, you were still in college, right? Still in college. Mm. And, um, you know, we'd be in our lectures replying to emails and trying to keep an eye on the slideshows and what was going on. And I suppose all our projects then throughout the four years in college was based on bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting because you were 
basically having that practical yeah. Yeah. work at the same time as learning about it yeah. as well. It was quite difficult though because other people in our class could choose any company I suppose mm. to do their projects on and there was we like, always chose yeah. ours but it was difficult it to was extract the information yeah, so when like, it's yours. When yeah. it's yours because every other would have like all this like statistics, statistics and, and everything and endless amount of information that they able to get on the internet and we were just like a brand new business like started yeah. Marley Park Market you know just the two of us you know and um, so it was hard but definitely like because we didn't have the experience it taught us so much about our business like things that we you know like are invaluable that yeah. you wouldn't you'd yeah. never learn off anybody and else. the stats were like kind of being formulated as you were probably taking yeah. them for like college projects as well when more emails were coming in and yeah. more yeah. orders were being booked and stuff like yeah. that um so it was probably like kind of exciting as yeah. well to see yeah. so the, the office and the stock was in my bedroom yeah and um, then when we got to second or third year second year we had to move into yeah, Ellen's was, house. Was that the Erasmus year? Every, some people went on Erasmus or some did, people did placement and we were lucky enough to do the placement on ourselves. And yeah. I think right before that, at the end of second year, my mum and dad um, have an extension in the house and my sister was just finishing like the leave insert and mm. I was finishing, we, I had finished the leave insert so we had this room that we used for studying that was kind of just empty that my mum mm. was near, it was nearly becoming like a dumping ground. Right. So we cleared it out, painted a wall pink and white and did it all up and moved in there. And for this, six months that's where we worked like wow. on the business for the and were people in your course jealous of you guys because I don't I don't think no I don't so. think so not that they said anyway <laughs> <laughs> but they probably thought we were nuts yeah they were yeah I mean to be honest, if it was me I would be like they're doing what I want to do if I was in a course like that you know and you guys yeah. did it really early on did any at any point did your lecturers kind of be like you know maybe you should slow down a little bit and learn a little bit no. more no or? they were you no. know they were and did you guys ever think to stop going to college and yes yes Oh, I, after I think third year, like was kind of the business had really seen like a big soar. It was yeah. our best year, like, yeah. um, it was two thousand and seventeen, wasn't yeah. it? Two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen, and the business was really, really soared. And college obviously was getting more intense. You know, the mod modules and, and the, the load, loads yeah. of work and everything that was becoming more serious. And then trying to juggle that was definitely like very yeah, difficult. Were, I remember saying to each other, like, you know, oh, we just stop now and continue on with the business and then we were looking at it we were like we have a year left and we could get our degree and mm. you know no one can take that away from you so yeah we we stuck it out till the end and it was very rewarding then when we did because we both got an honours degree and um at our graduation and um, we received an inaugural award for outstanding achievement by wow. um olivia burke's parents paul and paula burke yeah. then olivia was um sadly in the Berkeley tragedy right. and she was a year ahead of us in college not that we knew her personally yeah, but yeah. she was in a year ahead of us so the college um we were the first people to win this award wow, so that, that, that really yeah. yeah that was probably one of the like the highlights yeah, yeah. Highlights of yeah. The, like it was really really special like because they had done the whole ceremony and everything was announced and those people got the academic year the award and everything and then they did like the talk and my mom says that when the lecturer the head of the course got up and she started to say a few words that like both our moms like were like oh I think this is them like or whatever me and Grace were just sitting there like do, 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 do. <laughs> didn't even know <laughs> yeah just sitting there and the next thing we hear Ellen Weber and Grace Sullivan so we didn't even hear what like we got to be said about us but yeah. that like all I just remember our names being called out and, and then our parents bursting out crying <laughs> including our dad yeah, our dad oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> our dads though our dads like what we say are like our poppages like Grace's dad is constantly giving her information like advice and yeah. my dad would be the exact same like I, I think it would car. be the moms yeah because of the fashion. fashion yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the, the dads dad. they're so like, interested in so, it like my dad it's comes so home funny. and sometimes I'd be absolutely off on I'm like I'm so tired and I'm like yeah so 21 questions and I'm like oh gosh <laughs> I'm like yeah it's really good and he's like what? what's wrong and I'm like oh I forgot that he hasn't heard it yet so I have to give him like they're so supportive, they're so supportive. Like, yeah. they're brilliant. And, like the even when we came home from the first like few weeks in college and we were like we're setting up a business <laughs> and they were looking at us like mm -hmm. they never once said no you shouldn't do that you should focus on college they never once said that and they never once gave us like money or anything yeah. they just let us do it ourselves because they knew you know that's yeah. the best way they, they were need to probably learn thinking like well the girls are going to the bank for 300 euros <laughs> should we stop though should we like maybe let them know that yeah. this might not be the best we yeah. were so um but you yeah. made you did all the all the decisions and everything you did ourselves, you guys did yourselves yeah. Yeah. yeah which is incredible like and it's, we're very we're both very intuitive like we'd always go with mm. our gut like yeah. even though taking on ironists you know it was like it was a huge step from where we were um, to take. How did the Arnett's thing? Because just in case anybody like doesn't know about this, so you guys are in Arnett's now. Yeah, Arnett's um, as well as Brown Thomas too. Yeah, so, like how did that even? How did that come to be? Was that something that you guys ultimately wanted in the business plan, or so if you had one? The like we we finished college. Yeah. And we we out we outgrew Ellen's office. Yeah. So we could barely open the door with the yeah, stock. Yeah, so bad. So we had to say to ourselves, look, we need apprentices. And then we were like, oh god, I don't know if we can, you know, go into a lease. We're still really young, mm. you know. So, so we took like the risk making the leap to yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. That was probably shop. the bit that before and that was probably the big the, the first thing, commitment yeah. that we made. And that we'd have to pay rent for two years on our two year lease, decorate the office, and we did find um, a really nice premises close to home, mm. um, uh, in Rathfarnham village and we opened our HQ there and um, I suppose that was huge because we had to pay sign the lease pay the rent and everything and we were there a few months and the industry online started getting really competitive yeah yeah really like professional yeah the I think 2018 and 2019 today probably have been our most challenging years online mm. Um and, and that's just because of the amount of competitors com yeah. coming up and doing like, yes. a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. You guys when we doing. started, I think I can count the amount of com like people who were the same line of industry, Irish SMEs yeah. on like in my three fingers. Do you know that yeah. way? Um, and not even on my not now. even on my hand. Blown like up. it's just blowing up now. So that's when we sort of said to ourselves in the office, we need to sort of, you know, revisit our business model because we need to do something sort of different. Mm. So that's when we sort of said, what about doing a pop-up shop, Yeah, you know, for the Christmas period? So I remember we lashed out a load of emails, not even thinking anything else of it, mm. because we were still so busy trying to run online. Yeah, and then we were like trying to expand into boutiques around Ireland and we got like stockists like, you know, Lucy Mecklenburg from The Only Way is Essex, like she yeah. stocked our accessories and stuff and things like that. So then like the pop-up shop and like, as Grace said, we just like sent out a ton of emails as well as trying to get into boutiques and stuff. Mm. And then so you were sending them out to like department stores Department stores, well. yes, yeah. yeah. And then the phone rang one day and I didn't even think twice of it. And it was from the lovely Audrey in um, Arnott's. And she said, would you like to come in and meet me and, you know, go through maybe talks of a pop-up shop. So we went in and... Um, 
we met Audrey and we showed her the product and she was like, yeah, I, you know, I think this could work for six weeks. So we that me yeah, that meeting went really, really well. Really like we well. went in kind of thinking like, oh, we won't hear back from them. And it was more or less like after that meeting it was like, OK, well, this is the breakdown plan of when we're planning on having you in. And wow. me and Grace at that meeting being like, oh, Gosh. my God, we did not think we were going to walk out of that and be kind yeah. of discussing a launch yeah um so that was really really so that was really good and then audrey took us in with her wing and under her wing and like she really oh, i look as at audrey as um a mentor mm -hmm. um one yeah, of the first mentors we ever had yeah. because we had no experience in a field of a shop yeah. and no she had you know standards and you know so she much really experience just put in us into shops. line and mm. um how you know really really helped us on, on how to get the brand to where we wanted yeah. to be in the There's store. There's something as well I think about someone who's working for like a big department store like that say that is that like bricks and mortar type shop yeah. but then like appreciating and acknowledging that there's a huge online business and a huge online market out there as well mm -hmm. and incorporating that in yeah. to what like Arnott's has already yeah. can only really work because yeah. like, it's working for both fields. I don't think we could have like opened in a better like a better yeah. department yeah, store no. like I Arnott's is it's the shop that it is today because of the like like the running and the team the that they have the management yeah. they have within it um, and we love being in there like mm -hmm. you know we never got to meet customers and now we do so and it's like face to face yeah, yeah it's brilliant and we've learned so much about the business then because mm -hmm. when we did yeah. go into Arnott's it was for six weeks, so we opened on the 31st of October 2018, mm -hmm. um, and it was to run till Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. So my, that was 56 days, so myself and Ellen worked 56 days ten straight, hours straight, 10 hours shifts. Jesus. So <laughs> we thought we wanted, we wanted to do it, because we were like, we want to be in there, we want to hear what the customers are saying. So we learned so much. That's mental there. And we were like, and and we were was, like, yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. Um, and we were like, right, then when it comes to, Christmas we can just like die like you know we can just yeah. go home and just vegetate and kind We're of packing like, up shop on the 24th yeah. of yeah. December and we had to take on staff then as well mm. so as, as, as well as us working them areas we had to take on staff and um, so we took on three girls and um, they were great. And we learned so much about our business by, yeah. by doing them 56 days straight. We were absolutely knackered though. Oh, Christmas, Christmas Day, Day like came and... Slept, both of us slept. So, so just never before, actually, was it just before Christmas? Yeah, we got asked. Audrey yeah, then said, down. you know, would you like to stay on? And we were like, well, not right now, Audrey. <laughs> I have to go and have a nap. Yeah. But maybe so like after Christmas. We just said, look, we have to take this opportunity. Yeah. So um, we did, so we'd one day off after, after Christmas and... Um, you know, I remember Straight Audrey saying, "Are you are you guys refreshed?" And we were like, "No, <laughs> Audrey's gas." Yeah, she's Audrey's great. So obviously, the reason why they asked you to stay on then is that you know your stock was moving and things were selling. Yeah, our, our business did like over that six weeks, we our turnover was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really good. And then again, like when it came January and February time in retail is a really tough time as everybody knows who owns a shop or whatever. Like mm. people are paying off Christmas still yeah. and stuff. So everyone's just we staying indoors. Went yeah. um I think it was the end of January, we went on a buying trip mm. as we do and we saw these amazing new accessories, hair pieces and stuff from design like manufacturers and designers that we were working with in the past and they were introducing us to this and we were like, God, we had actually seen this on the catwalk, you know, we'll try a few. Yeah. So we brought them home and they were really booming online. So we like them. that, we always have to go through Arnett's, whatever goes into Brown Thomas yeah. or no into Arnett's uh, Audrey has 
like everybody has to oversee yes, yes. Um, to give it the go ahead. So we brought Audrey the crayons and the hair clips and they blew up. And again, like that in a tough time in mm. retail, the accessories, I think that, that was like, incredible, like crazy. Yeah. So well, we'll, we'll yeah. buy nice things like that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing. I know you were saying yeah. about January and stuff like that, but I wanted to ask you a little bit about that and about the stock that you actually do go mm -hmm. and buy. So like way back, you were saying that, you know, it was a passion that you both had for fashion accessories and that's mm -hmm. where this all kind of started from. So I don't know if you know, but you kind of finish each other's sentences. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like you literally do. It's Some people say as well that like, are you like somebody replied, I think I put up a picture of the both of us on my Instagram story and so it's like business partners, you're now morphing into the same person. Like you honestly people do, you finish each other's sentences, <laughs> which is great because you're so on the same. But I was going to ask, do you ever like butt heads or clash on no. stock? No. Oh, no. no, no. We get asked that a lot, you know, how do you guys work together? You're yeah. Like your friends, that doesn't work. And we're both so different. Yeah, very That's don't how it works. <laughs> yeah, no, great. You see, like, when it comes to the business, you're obviously business very much heads, on the same. We're, yeah. Business head, like, we're both two completely different people. Um, and I mean, I get very stressed and Ellen really just takes me down a notch. Yeah. And you need that. It's a balance. It's a balance. Mm -hmm. And that's how it works. Yeah. Um. But like our friends would be like, oh, or any family, be like, oh, how do you work with each other? Like, because we literally went from college together to yeah. into the new job to get like into working full time together and everything. And people are like, do you not get like, how do you work so closely together? But like, it really is when we're working together, I don't talk to Grace about like social life. Did you buy something at the shop? You know, we don't it's just work. It's, it's just work. work. Mm, and yeah. then Friday comes. And it's like, we could be getting a takeaway and we'd be like, I have so much to talk about because yeah. we haven't talked about that in work. Like it is, when Grace calls me, it's like, how are things? And I'm like, it's not even that like, oh yeah, so I was in Zara last night and I bought a dress or whatever. It's like, how are things? I know she's talking business, like how are yeah. things in work, do you know the way? So that's, I suppose, how the relationship. But like, it's also so amazing really that you guys kind of found that partnership while you were in college and you didn't go and and work anywhere else no. while no. And a lot business of people was taking said that off. Yeah, a lot of people said you should. You need to go and get experience and working in a big firm and everything like that. And, you know. Because presumably this took a little while before it be became profitable. Yeah. The very oh gosh, yeah. It took about yeah. two years. Yeah. So anything we got in, we just invested straight, straight back, back into in. our business. And that's how it worked. And now you guys have staff. I think you have like six employees now. Nine now. Yeah, You've nine. got nine now. So presumably you're obviously, obviously, you're paying their wages. But at the very beginning, if you're investing everything back in, you guys weren't even paying yourself. No, not no, for the not first not, two years. Not for the first year two and years. And oh. Yeah, and like you, we got to a stage where we were just kind of like, okay, we're going to have to start taking stuff. And even at that, yeah. it wasn't no, like... We it weren't greedy. It wasn't, yeah. we weren't greedy. Like, I mean, it could have been like, you know, 50 euro a week at some time. You know, because yeah. we were in college, like we were budgeting ourselves and we were kind of thinking like, if we want this to work, we're going to have, you have to be yeah. tight and you have to be kind of crunching the figures. And again, in saying that, like taking on iron, it's... Mm. It's like nearly, and Brian Thomas, it's like a near a whole new business because mm -hmm. we're nearly, it feels like at the moment that we've started again. A, again. Yeah. So because you're taking on staff, you're running new insurances, yeah. new, like all different things, packaging that you never had to have before. Like, and you still have all the online. Yeah, yeah. all the online stuff. So yeah. once Arnett's came about and Brian Thomas, like we have had to take a step back again. Mm. Um, to, to grow it again. So that's, yeah. I suppose that's where our passion comes from because even though we're like, 
taken a step back or cutting our wages in order to grow the business to where we want to but like we're so passionate about it and I like I suppose like our visions are so clear of where we want to go that's yeah. it just that's what drives you to keep going Absolutely. Um, it's definitely not money like it wouldn't be money for us because if it was money then you know we wouldn't be taken on the like yeah. new opportunities that we have because you do have to make the sacrifice for yourself mm -hmm. to move forward and so did the same thing kind of happen then with brown thomas as, as it happened with arnett no so um brown thomas approached us um via email and wow. um, so we were really taken aback by that because we weren't it was a tough time as well that we were like we had made a kind of bad move and kind of launching something and um and it just kind of set us back a little bit yeah and we were re it was really really stressful time like we were kind of like losing not sleeping properly and we just yeah. constantly felt run down and tired and not motivated and mm. like I was you know it was just it was really really tough yeah. and then Grace was just around me and she's like I don't know whether to laugh or to cry and I was like what and she, she sounded so serious I remember like oh Jeannie Mac like what is it now like what like has gone wrong and she's like no and I was like what Grace and she's like no it's good I can't believe I got this email in and I was thinking is it from like you know some financial advisor like who is it from and she goes we got an email in from Brian Thomas and I was like what and I was just so emotionally exhausted yeah. but I just was in Arnest I was in the back room and I just broke down yeah, she just broke I down broke crying. down and bald cried and I was like I can't believe it because I remember like we had done like uh, Ireland's best young entrepreneur or whatever and we had pitched or whatever and on the slideshow like we had Brian Thomas and Selfridges because Arnett's was owned by the Selfridges group and you know mm. that would be you know we have if your goals don't scare you they're not big enough yeah. and um, I remember somebody saying to us like oh Brian Thomas now I don't know if that would be you know yeah. your kind of thing and now. but it's incredible because I can see like the passion when you're talking about it as well about how much that meant to you yeah. presumably grace was able to tell you more about it after you yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like i can't believe it. and then she sent me a picture of her in the car crying i was like i'm literally i don't know what to be doing so you were both crying yeah. but basically they got in touch with you because they wanted you to come in and kind of meet with them and, yeah and, and do, do and do a, do a six-week pop-up in limerick and it was great because limerick um because we have the iron store in dublin mm. limerick is great because we can see online a lot of our customers come from limerick yeah so it was brilliant um opportunity and we went into brown thomas hq and had the meetings yeah. and went through all the formalities and everything like that and we came home crunched the figures and we decided yeah let's do this yeah i mean you you kind of said there about you know a, a little thing happened and it was like a, a step back but then obviously getting a phone call like that mm -hmm. was, yeah, was so a huge Yeah, so you have your bad forward. weeks yeah. Yeah, and then like, you get like good outcomes like that and then you're just like okay it is worth it yeah, yeah. you know because you do get very emotionally attached which I, we both need to sort of work on is not getting too emo like emotionally attached with business yeah, but also I would say like even the way you were talking about being kind of a little bit drained by it as well if you're working for yourself about something that you're so passionate about mm -hmm. and there's you know 24 hours in the day like you guys have to tell yourselves to stop working at a certain time know, as well. Yeah. And then just like not. It's, oh, we it's, don't. It's, we yeah, really it's really don't. hard. Like I, I'd wake up before in the morning and reply to emails. Yeah, because yeah, online just, is people want the answers yesterday. Like yeah. they really do. Like and I'd be the same. Like it's just so access accessible. There's mm. no kind of like um, online, you know, you would never I suppose text somebody past a certain time. Like no, yeah. it's too late to call somebody. It's mm. They're probably too tired. But online it nearly seems like it's, it's 24-7. So it's yeah. fine. Because you could be on Instagram and somebody else would be posting a picture. Do you know that way? Yeah. Like yeah. So you could just private message. You know, so there's kind of no, no, no stopping in that sense. So would you say that you do have a good kind of work-life no. balance? No, no, no.
Definitely not at the moment. Not at the moment. The thing is, but though, because you guys are so we young did, as well, yeah. like it's not a startup anymore. Mm, You've, no, it's been around it's for not. five, five years, years. Yeah. six years. Six years in October. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I mean, I, that gone? I know. <laughs> it's a bit scary. Like it's your face. <laughs> I know when people say six years, I'm like, whoa, that is a long time. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, obviously, it's all working towards. Like yeah, you said what what the goal is. Yeah, what the ultimate goal. Is. And like, we have a lot of respect for. Um, Donald, who's the CEO of Arnix and Brian Thomas, because it takes a lot for department stores like that to to put their trust in us. Yeah, yeah. we were only tw we were only twenty four, mm. you know, and as a really like a really small to, SME yeah. like Irish business, mm. and to give us that opportunity, like we will be forever grateful. Do you feel like people in the business community don't take you seriously because? of your age and I, think I know that you're getting older now but yeah. like you're still only 24 I definitely think when we first started out when we were 19 we always we went to like networking lunches and networking dinners and I just remember like talking to you know people and stuff and not so much that there was kind of like I think just a general kind of like whoever you were kind of like not you know, from a lot of people, you kind of be thinking like, yeah, let's see how long this is going to last. You know, there was yeah. not so much of a seriousness. Mm -hmm. But I suppose looking back on the model then, I can see why, because we were only 19, the way the brand, like everything it was kind of like, oh God, you know, see how this lasts. But yeah, um, yeah it's just... Mm -hmm. But now you you feel like you're yeah. not getting that as much. No, 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 no. No, and last night we actually just won an award for a highly commended Fashion Accessories Retailer of the Year. Congratulations. With the Independent yeah. Retail Awards. So we were delighted with that. So like you get things like that. You know, we make bad moves in business. Everybody does. Mm. And yes, it's got us down um, because we you sort of kick yourself down. Like it was our fault for doing stupid moves or investing into that. And mm. then you get things like the Brown Thomas Opportunity the award last yeah. night and it, it just makes everything worse. Yeah. Everything and it's of. hard as well when you own your own business because you're seeing other people who own their own business and you're like oh my god they look like they're succeed like doing amazing and yeah. we seen a quote the other day that like you're doubting you're constantly just you're doubting constantly yourself. doubting yourself and comparing yourself to somebody else's success when in actual fact there's probably people looking at you doing the exact same so yeah. we tried to like we were doing that a lot like especially to 2017 2018 when we were like that was a really bad year of mm. like online sales um and we kind of were constantly looking at other people like oh my god they look like they're flying like what are we doing wrong yeah. um so then we kind of was like no look we need to like stop doing that because mm. we're putting our en mm. energy into that and like, we're strong believers what you put out into the world like mm. you'll we'll come back yeah and if you're constantly focusing on like negatives and seeing negative like you're you're only going to have yeah. negative energy, you're not going to be able to drive it. It's funny because for such a young business as well, when you think of like in the grand scheme of things, like five years, mm -hmm. um, you moved from pure online sales into this kind of pop-up shop yeah. element because you saw that this is what the business needed yes. in order to keep evolving. So we used to source all our stuff from suppliers in Ireland and the UK and America. And then, you know, the... Um, industry got so saturated so yeah. we said what are we going to do we had to start designing our own products yeah. so that's when we brought in our leather range of goods where we designed the products and um, just to give that little bit of uniqueness so yeah. we're trying to get into that element of designing everything but yeah. obviously it takes an awful lot of investment yeah. and an awful lot of time so Absolutely. you can only do it in baby steps yeah and i suppose as well like you never necessarily know 
where a business is going to go once you've started it. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, I don't know whether five years ago you would have thought that you would be in Brown Thomas and Arnott's in like a pop-up kind of no. form, as well as all the online stuff yeah. as well. So if you were to look to the future and kind of where you would see yourselves going or where you see the business evolving, where would that be in the next kind of few years as well? Um, I suppose now that we've got a taste of um, Arnott's and Brown Thomas, we've set the sort of bar for yeah. ourselves mm -hmm. now. So we would be aiming to go into stores like that yeah. in the UK and in Europe and um, that's where we're sort nice. of and like for. I was on the way to work saying um, branded Lewis drove by me I'd love a pink Lewis she wants a, <laughs> she wants a pink glitz and pieces Lewis I keep seeing it. I'm like, I want one of them. I want a pink Lewis. Like, I just see it all the time. And also, <laughs> very random, like a five year plan, but I'd love, like, like if I see a pink Lewis. That's so a goal. Get, yeah. it. Get it. Get that goal. Um, yeah, like, lots of people say to us, like, oh, do you want your own shop? And no. we, when we first started, we were like, oh, we'd love a glitz and piece of shop. And I think we did college projects and we were like, had to do of what we'd see happening in two or three years time after college we'd go yeah we'll move into our own shop shops are so difficult like, oh, oh my like, god it'd be like no. it's business suicide sometimes it is. when yeah. people go into it like oh, even no. when you were mentioning the only way is Essex and stuff didn't they all have they that all, and, and they all fail yeah they're on online now they all fail yeah it's yeah. just I suppose now being an iron it's like and Brian Thompson stuff you just see that it actually is the overheads and the kind of th the risk and yeah the more security I suppose yeah. in like something like that store, is yeah. much better than having the uh, uh, shop a, a little boutique because yeah. retail's going through a really like both online I think and like in store premises like going through a really weird time like, it is yeah. going through a weird like, time I'm not entirely sure what what's, yeah, what's happening. happening yeah but it's just it's odd because like you know top shop you know like brand like yeah, big you department see stores, big departments like stores. that closing down some of their stores and you're like mm -hmm. you know yeah. yeah it's just weird so. I think people are like being more selective with what they buy in general yeah. and that's not a bad thing as well no, no, no. but but at the same time like you know you guys even moving more into design and moving into mm. creating your own kind of uh, labels and and stuff like that as well is only going to help it because obviously people if they are buying online now you know they want to buy something that is yeah. almost mm -hmm. bespoke and that they're not going to see every single person yeah in. exactly like I spoke like over the Christmas when we do the phone cases and they're yeah. personalized and they have our logo and stuff and before when we were just like sourcing accessories and things that we weren't necessarily designing you'd be like oh that kind of looks like the bag but you know you would be afraid you know that yeah. somebody another boutique maybe somewhere else might have had the same bag or whatever even though we tried our best to source really unique pieces you just kind of weren't like he didn't have that kind of 100% clarity that it was your product. Yeah. Um, and I remember being in town and there was a group of girls outside on Henry Street and they all had our phone cases. And I remember being like, oh, that's our, that is our phone case. Like, I'm not Did actually questioning. No, no. And I remember I was on another night out, like in the bathroom. I was like, oh my God, I love your phone case. Like, yeah, I got it in iron. So I was like, oh, wow. So with you. <laughs> no, I never told no. you. Oh my God, I'm mortified. Mortified. Even if somebody, what? I even, like, that's mine. Can I get a picture with it? No, <laughs> even like, even when like, some people be coming up and be like, oh my God, I love your handbag. Like we do a personalized bag and mm. oh my God, I love your handbag. Where'd you get it? I'm like, oh, it's from a company called Glitz and Pieces. <laughs> I don't know, I just get mortified. It's always just kind of like, Ugh. And like my mum be like, she actually- Go look at them. My <laughs> mum be like, she owns it. I'm like, mum, don't say that. Like, yeah. stop saying that. And that's that. about like, <laughs> our parents are always like, Gina Mac, you really like undersell yourselves. Like, you know, yeah. not that we like to be going around bragging, but like when sometimes my dad, like I'll be in the company, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, and it's just, oh, like it. 
accessory company or whatever. My dad's like, I didn't have them here in Ireland. So I told them, like, I'm like, I know, because like, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, this is me. <laughs> whatever. But I feel like that might be a bit of an Irish thing though. Like we're, yeah. we're all kind of like that as well. Yeah. But it's good to shout about it as well though, because yeah. you've come like on an incredible business journey from like your college kind yeah. of startup mm. thing. Thank God you didn't invest in the arm wrestling business. <laughs> Although, oh you never know, maybe that prop is doing really well yeah, for himself yeah, yeah. now. I've never seen a stall where you can buy an oh, arm wrestle. Yeah. Wouldn't really be my thing. But um, yeah, so no, it's 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 really incredible to have met you guys. I've Obviously, I've followed you for a long time. So before I let you go, because I'm aware that I've kept you for ages, um, would you give any advice or what would the advice be that you would give to young people, maybe people who are doing the same mm. course that you did, um, that are maybe not as confident because it, it feels like what happened to you happened very naturally and, and almost organically. It wasn't like you sat down one day and said, no. this is the business that we're going to have. It yeah. just came about through a, through a few different things that, yeah. you know, you could say it's fate or whatever you want to say. And yeah. then obviously it started. Yeah, a lot of people do say, you know, oh, you're so lucky you have this. And, and I'm like, no, there's no such thing as luck in business. It's yeah. pure hard work. Mm. So, like, advice to anybody who is starting out, just be prepared to really work hard because that's what gets your success. Yeah. It really does. And passion. Like, yeah. like us, we didn't reinvent the wheel. Like, mm. it was fashion accessories, you know. It was something that we both absolutely loved and we 100% believed. And, you know, people would be coming in and asking our USP and stuff. And, you know, it was we would come up with like kind of what our USP was because of our passion, you know, like that you just, once you're passionate about something because you do have to yeah. put in tedious amount of times mm -hmm. and hours and you're, you're working so hard. Mm. Like, you know, it's not like on a Friday, you, you're like, oh, finish early weekend. on a Friday, like four mm. o'clock, finish, let's go. Like you could Grace, work. Grace, you said that so like weekend. <laughs> yeah. As if you haven't there seen is. a weekend, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. What is that? As if like you haven't seen a weekend in five years. I haven't. Yeah. Like, so, like, <laughs> so like it is, you know, like it is that kind of, that commitment. But like, mm. I love what I do. So I wouldn't change it. Like, no, I, you know, yeah. I'm happy. So you have to have that passion. You have to be behind it for the right reasons. Yeah. So definitely just, if you're really, really passionate about something, like your passion will push it, like a hundred percent. Like especially like with the leaving cert just coming out, and people might have mm. been disappointed. Like myself and Grace failed a subject in our leaving cert. Yeah. And you know that didn't like stop didn't us stop or whatever. Us. Mm. Like we knew what we wanted to do, and we we've done it. So yeah. like we're not there where we we're want not to even. Be. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not even halfway through what we want to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. So, like it definitely is our passion what keeps us going so like Amazing. just your passion well glitz yeah. and pieces let us know tell us exactly where everybody can go to find all of your incredible accessories so you can Arnett's and Brown Thomas of course which yes. spoken so about. we're in Brown Thomas Limerick for six mm -hmm. weeks so you can find us there um, Arnett's we are on the ground floor and um, online of course www.glitzandpieces.com and you guys are on Instagram as well we're on Instagram yes. Yes. we'd be really active on our Instagram page and our Facebook page um, and we, and we sort of see. share our story a little bit yeah, um, yeah, just a little bit behind the scenes when we get a chance to obviously yeah. it's a lovely story I think it's great to hear the stories behind business ventures especially women in business as well mm -hmm. so I'd say a lot of people really like to hear it so it's nice that you guys yeah, share that as well yeah it's really really like what we always find it really reassuring when we go to like especially like the award ceremony last night like mm. speaking to like-minded people like who own their own business to realise that everybody is like you know in the same boat the same. Like, yeah, you know absolutely. nobody is kind of getting has an easy like say no, like whatever yeah. so well grace and ellen thank you so much for thank coming you, so you pumped so me up i want to go <laughs> <laughs>
make my own business now. But I also really like my weekend. Yes. So, <laughs> so I don't know if I have the stamina, but it was an absolute pleasure having Thank you. Thank you so much. Anyway. So I can't wait to see where it goes. Oh. Oh.